The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And welcome back to Guild Fellows, your favorite podcast where we go shopping in very weird places. We last left off, the gang is in the middle of town square of the capital of Corleone. Um, it's been the capital for about 10 years ever since uh, it switched over from Luthon, the hometown of one Sir Arthur. <clears throat> uh, the Queen's castle is in the background. You guys have a bounty to collect, of course, in typical. Style for you three, you can dilly-dally and make jokes instead. What are we going to do today? Oh, I think we should just expeditiously go and collect our bounty. All yes. Right. That too? Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, you guys start walking down the old cobblestone road that looks really familiar. You've been here before. Um, except there was one of you with, uh, another party member with you. Uh, his name was Giuseppo. Rest in peace. Uh, as you make your way along the cobblestone, somebody says, Hello, is it Arthur? He died again, and he's back again. What? Oh man. And he's, you see him start exchanging, uh, going and paying money to somebody uh, who looks very happy. And then as you pass all the pubs, they start money starts exchanging hands. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. You lot, were you placing bets on my survival? No. Just, just curious. Uh, what what were the odds? If we were placing bets on Arthur's survival, it would have been three to one against. Right. Well, here I am. Do I get a survivor's fee? Who who are, who lot of you won money? I want ten percent. <laughs> okay. Actually, actually. Okay. Can you slap me with uh, finesse plus convince? I want to see if this actually works. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, you get a zero 
and all of a sudden they're like, the real Arthur wouldn't be asking for money. He's a nobleman. And then they all think that you're dead again. Um, you can also spend one raise you get for every 5% of the bonus, which will be the equivalent of about, uh, let's say, one wealth point of the day. Or you can beg them for later. Um, or you can just say, I fail, <laughs> get the hero point, no money. I got, I got two raises. Are you going to spend them both on this? Yeah, why not? This is ridiculous. Okay, you spend them both. <laughs> you get 10% of the cut. You have four wealth points for the rest of the session instead of two. <laughs> All right, yeah, fork it over. Yes, thank you for betting on me. I do appreciate your, your faith, but, you know, I can't allow somebody to make money off of my name without giving me a cut. You understand how it is. You're, you're swarmed by peasants giving you uh, giving you cash, being like, oh, it's only fair, I guess. Thank you, thank you. All right. <clears throat> uh, Arthur catches back up with his, uh, with his associates. You see Arthur run up to you too, Sinead and Q, his pockets stuffed with really low denomination bills. Having fun. Uh, well, <clears throat> you know, any opportunity to, to get us a little bit more cash and take care of our crew. I, I'm sworn by duty it's to... It's uh, very uh, nightly of you. Yes, it's very nice not. of you to be spending all of your uh, all of your newfound winnings on on our crew every penny. So did did you guys not want to get lunch on me? Would that was that out of the question then? Would you rather me not? I thought I have so much money I could buy you right now. Yeah. Q Q does have ten wealth points. That is that is. I am seven, not, seven wealth points. I am not to be bought and sold. So anyway, I thought it'd be nice to 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 use it on the ship and and maybe get. The crew something nice. I don't know. They yeah, we it. definitely need the money more than those poor people over there. So <laughs> They were betting on my life. I don't know. It's not like they made it honestly. Well, to be fair, you took the money from all the people who thought you were going to win. Only 10%. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Right, are we heading to the queen? Yeah. You guys uh, arrive back at the palace and uh, Sir William greets you and he says... <clears throat> Hello. Uh, is that Arthur? Damn it! And he turns to the other guard who looks just like him and hands him $20. <laughs> you see, how can you, you know, try to make me feel guilty when they're so blatantly, blatantly betting against my life? <laughs> mm, it's not really my problem. Well, they had to make talking about you interesting somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice. Very nice. How too nice. And how many people sing songs about you, Sinead? I don't know. I haven't been to my home country in a while, but I uh, imagine they all know my name and uh, have my picture hanging in their home above their fireplace and they uh, send prayers about me every night. Hey, that's the spirit. They think you're dead, but you, your character doesn't know that. I'm anyway, not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, Sinead, do you want to stop by your home? Oh, yeah. Uh, While we're I, over here? No, nah, I don't really need to. Do you... Are there people, like, waiting on you? No. Okay. You do give off orphan vibes, but I just, like, wasn't sure. Well, think what you want. I might as well be. Oh. <clears throat> Welcome <clears throat> to the queen. <laughs> Sir William clears his throat. Ah, <clears throat> yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> return to collect the bounty, I assume? Yeah, well, we didn't kill a whale for free, so... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, Mobius Richard, where is she? Who? Who gives a shit? Mobius Richard. The Queen 
sent somebody to keep tabs and help you on your journey to slay the biggest monster in this hemisphere, and you don't know where she is. I literally have no idea who you're talking about. I I didn't need a a spy for the queen coming with us, so that's... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we just did it to ourselves. We didn't really need them. So where is she then? I'm not their keeper. We don't know. We don't know where she is. Can you get us through that thick helmet of yours? We don't know where she is. Where's the last place you saw her? I don't know. We're not her parents. We just left her on shore and we went and fought the ship by ourselves. Okay, uh, you left character. her on we shore. We threw her then. overboard. We threw. She tried to sneak <laughs> onto the ship. And we threw her off. I was trying to remember if I had written this down in the notes. Uh, you. I have literally nothing written about uh, them. <laughs> this, this is the one you guys they did not exist. Pick up they at, didn't make at, it at uh, ales and oh, whales, wait, wait. and you decided. Sixteen-year-old girl it. sounds like a seventy-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, she was I trying to. Uh, no, she's annoying as fuck. Rather die than bring her on. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. So anyway, here's what happened. You guys, so he, you guys mm-hmm. just said what happened. Sorry. So William says, so you left her on shore and she didn't come and visit us. She just, what, ran into the forest. Well, the I last, don't know. The last we saw her, she was floating by herself in the ocean. I don't know where she decided to go after that. But she wasn't very far from shore, so I'm sure she's fine. Literally, we saw her in the harbor. It, just in the water, we don't know what she did after that. So you and left Arthur her on shore, shrugged. she jumped off the dock, into the water, and tried to swim while you sailed away. Yeah. I really don't feel the need to go through these details. Sure, if What's... you want to believe that, then yes, that's the story. I, mean, yeah, just... I don't understand how this is pertinent to anything. Maybe she ran away. Maybe she saw her opening and she didn't want to be here anymore. Maybe she stole money. Maybe she went to go kill a different whale elsewhere. Maybe she sunk to the bottom of the ocean. I really don't know. And it's not really relevant to my life. Okay. I'll put that in my report. Uh, He opens the door. I walk through. (laughs) Okay. Slightly Uh, plussed. He's nonplussed. Now I'm plussed. I don't even know what that means. Uh, you guys walk through the hallway into the, into the beautifully, godly decorated, still tastefully, but still godly decorated halls of Queen Elaine's castle. Um, as per no usual, accounting for taste with the Avalonians. Everything looks like it was probably stolen from a slightly poorer civilization. Uh, you arrive within the throne room. And you find uh, <clears throat> find the couple guards, Duridan in his old man robes, and Queen Elaine on her throne. All right. Arthur walks in and does his nightly bow thing and announces himself and uh, his companions. So, Arthur, it's so good to see you again. You came back rather fast. Uh, is, excuse me. One second. Uh... And then she looks at Duridan, and then Duridan hands her, like, $50. Arthur Arthur just coughs, <laughs> and then looks at Q <laughs> with a sidelong glance. Just like, see, it's not it's not just peasants. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, uh, Q just whispers, says, look, it's not my fault no one has faith in you. <laughs> anyway, your majesty, we've returned victorious, um, with the masthead and a bit of uh, a bit of whalebone, 
to prove our valiant deeds successful. So, we would like to claim the bounty. She says, Why, of course, I never doubted you for a minute. Uh, some of us did. And she, like, punches Derwithin, and he, like, shrugs. <laughs> um, and she says, I believe the agreement was half the bounty would go directly to your pockets, and the other half would go to the glory of the throne room. Yes, I do believe that is the agreement. Wait, what? Did we agree to that? I, d- I don't think we did. I don't think so, no. Uh, is the bounty somewhere in writing? <laughs> I was did. There, was I... There a... Did we sign a contract for that? <laughs> was, there a, was there a court scribe on the day that we agreed to the bounty? <laughs> like yeah, was it notarized? Because notes. if it's notarized, it's not going to hold up in court, that's for sure. Uh, so, out of character, y'all's... Uh, I did go back and listen to the episode that was in the agreement, and you guys just like glossed over it, but you, know, you guys can absolutely dispute it. Um, so she says... Well, I don't believe that we wrote it down, and, well, what of it? You did slay the greatest demon in all of the seas around here. The bounty is yours. Three thousand gold pieces. So each get a thousand gold, which is equivalent to about ten wealth points. So Q has seventeen wealth points, which is the GDP GDP of a small country. <laughs> Don't hate me because you ate me. Ludic Chrisley wealthy. She says, <clears throat> "The Prince of Odachi. Where might we find him?" Oh, he's busy right now. Busy. Yeah. He did survive, didn't he? Well, of course. Most excellent, then. Um, Derwidin looks at uh, you, Arthur, and is like, like <laughs> squinting eyeing you. And the moment passes. She says, Most excellent. I look forward to when he is returned. He's very important to the trade routes with that beautiful republic down there. All the money in the world passes through, and frankly, he's worth quite a bit of money to us all. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe you had arrangements with Duridin to perhaps speak with the dead, or whatever it was? Uh, yes, we do require DeWillen's assistance in the matters dealing with the Fae. If we could take our leave, Your Highness. Absolutely. And may oh, may the great prophet go with you. And she bows. And with your spirit. And Arthur has a a, uh, for knowing the, the proper response within the Catholic Church, uh, Rob, a, uh, a, <laughs> a blessing of, uh, <laughs> of the Church of the Prophets. Would you uh, have sect- accepted also with you? That's obsolete as of, like, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> Something. It's uh, fine. What do I get for being a heathen? Um, nothing, but, uh. Slash Protestant. Rob, you get a... <laughs> You get the sweet embrace of the void. <laughs> You're the void. I'll give you one Church of the Prophets point. <laughs> For fuck's sake. 
<laughs> spend on what? any religi- religious, uh, religious... I don't want your Catholic country. propaganda points. <laughs> <laughs> well, I now have a church point. Also known as indulgences. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take give heathen points. I just won't give Protestant points. Um, depending on how you guys want to identify here. Well, I specifically want to identify as a Protestant then. Uh, no points. <laughs> wow. Ugh, okay. I love this game. Uh, so Dara then motions and says, Well, Arthur, I'm so glad you've returned and such good time. Are you ready for some rituals that are sure to shiver your spine? I didn't know I rhymed now. Uh, it was a very good rhyme, DeWithin. Uh, we should specify exactly which rituals you're preparing. Uh, I am a bit nervous that you just want to get right to them. Uh, anyway, uh, should we go to some place more private to talk about this? It's not necessarily polite in normal company to talk about, uh, matters such as these. Oh, yes. Uh, We can either do this in my tower or down in the dungeons of Queen Elaine's castle, which would better suit your purposes. Wow, two terrible choices, Dewithin. Um, tower, (laughs) tower. We'll go tower. No dungeon. Ah, yes. Uh, Unfortunately, the tower's under maintenance. We'll go to the dungeon. Why was that even an option? Because if you chose the dungeon, it would make it look like I was listening to you. Ah. Well, uh, mission failed. Totally kidding, of course. Let's go to the tower. And he scurries off way faster than his young man, his old man legs should allow to carry him. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Um, yes, Arthur follows him. Yep. Alright. You guys uh, follow him out of the castle, through a courtyard, down, take a left, through the garden, and then out into a little opening with a massive tower. Um, Duradin uh, takes his uh, takes his fist up and knocks it, and and the door opens up. right this way please and he scurries up the tower okay Arthur will go after him alright it smells kind of like old people and also I want to say, like, entrails, kind of. Um, anyway. And you reach the top, and you find Duridan's study. It looks like he's conducting all sorts of manner of black magics, none of which you'd probably want to mess with. Um, Duridan says, <clears throat> Okay, so, first and foremost, what would you like some help with, Sir Arthur, my old friend? Well... The most immediate concern is, is, uh, well, we need to know if there's any way to get to the Fey Plane of the Dead. Ah, yes, absolutely. All you must do is conduct a simple ceremony 
Getting to the land of the dead is not difficult. Many do it unintentionally. Oh, okay. Well, that's promising. So, what do we have to do for this ritual to be a success? Ah, yes. Yeah. And uh, he runs, ravages around. He throws uh, all manner of normal wizardry supplies all over the place. Uh, Eye of Newt. Um some sorts of magic mushrooms, some glowing rocks, uh, the usual. And he comes up with a piece of sage, a particularly odd-looking mushroom, and a, um, a hunk of an indistinct, or a, what's it called? Uh, a, uh, non, what's it called? I don't know what the word for this. A hunk of meat, the kind of which you do, are not familiar with. <laughs> Unidentifiable. Unidentifiable. That's it. I've got two degrees in English. Um, <laughs> an unidentifiable <laughs> hunk of meat. Um, then he mashes it into a mortar and pestle and uh, makes a paste out of it and puts the paste, stirs it into three goblets of water and hands it to each one of you. Oh, so we're, we're going like right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Is there a way to... Do we get back after this? Is this like a, a time thing, or do we have to do something to get back when we're there? Oh, oh so you do want to get back? Yes, yes to you know, within. If we wanted, if we wanted to just go there, we would just kill ourselves. Oh, you were about to just send us to the land of the dead. You and oh, why? Okay. Were <sighs> you just going to fucking kill us? No, I was going to send you to the land of well, huh? Fascinating. And he goes to, like, his chalkboard and writes down uh, just basically what you Murder said. Murder equals death. Question mark. He <laughs> comes back Teleporting and Teleporting somebody to the land of the dead is murder. Good to know. <laughs> All right, when you're, like, 100,000 years old or whatever, let's see if you're not senile, Rob. Okay, so Durden says... <clears throat> yes, well... Hmm. And he rummages around and then finds uh, three little uh, glass vials of a black liquid about the size of a teardrop um, and hands each one to each of you. He says, just drink this and you'll come back. What is it? Okay. Will we uh, be the same when we come back? Ah, well, uh, Six times out of seven, yes. Is there a way to guarantee seven times out of seven? I'm, there are three of us. I'm a wizard. I am not a doctor. What happens on the seventh time? Well, most likely, you know, nothing. You'll just get stuck there, I suppose. But, you know, nothing permanent if you could find another way back. Would you happen to have a, a spare vial of whatever this liquid is? Ah, yes, of course. And he gives you each a spare, so now you each have two. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Um, just so you know, uh, if you try to give any of these to someone with a non-corporeal form... I, I don't know what will happen. Most likely, nothing good. So, like, if we wanted to bring someone back, we need to make sure they have a body to come back to? Most likely. Why? Would you like to bring someone back? 
Maybe. That sucks. I don't know. We might find someone interesting there. Wow. I'm just interested in the academic um, um, theories about bringing somebody <laughs> back from the land of, of the dead to within. I was I was wondering maybe if in, in all of your years of study you've ever seen somebody successfully do that. Ah, yes, of course. Um, more or less, I would say. More on the less side than less on the more side. Better than you would think and worse than you would hope, as it were. Magic is not an exact science. That's why it's not called science. Well, that certainly makes a certain amount of sense. Okay. Sure. Um, say we did want to bring somebody back. What would you recommend we do? I would recommend that you bring their body to a safe place where they can be taken care of in a magical sense to make sure the Fae spirits don't try and take back what they believe is theirs. And also to preserve the body, because if you don't, then they could go, soul could go back into a half-decayed hog of human meat, which would be rather disgusting, vile, and deplorable in every sense of the words. So the long and short of it is that we probably shouldn't try to force us all back into a corpse. Is there something you're keeping from me? No, no, no. Uh, this is all academic, do with it. Don't, okay, that's yeah, a bald face just... lie, so that's gonna be... Alright, for the... <laughs> for the... <laughs> The, with the campaign hanging in the balance, uh, let's hit me with a, a finesse. Actually, let's go with the wits plus. I guess it's convinced. I forget that persuasion. Uh, I'll I'll spend a hero point to give him four extra dice to roll. <laughs> you get four? I thought it was three. Oh, um, didn't you know? I <laughs> am. We have built camaraderie, which means that whenever I spend a hero point to aid an ally, they gain four dice instead of three. Where is that in the real book? Where'd you get um, that? It's an advantage. It's an advantage? Yeah, it's How the advantage I got when that? we like leveled up. Oh, when we leveled Lord. up. I gotta start writing down what you guys have. <laughs> anyway, that's almost you as frustrating as... at least my character sheet in front of you. That's fair. It's like almost as bad as every time we're trying to write, wipe Arthur off the face of the earth and forget that he's immune for the first... Like boss attack. <laughs> that to feels twice. so OP. <laughs> Does magic just never work on you? Is he gets it once, but if that once is like twelve dramatic wounds, it just goes to zero. Yeah, immediately. that makes sense. You all, you always just line Arthur up like, yeah, I'm gonna hit Arthur with this huge big spell <laughs> come that'll come evaporate him, and you blow your entire like load on one. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I can just be like, no, <laughs> you've done it like twice. That's Both like magic. That's one way to put it. Okay, um, okay so okay. here's how this is gonna go. You get a zero, and he's gonna know literally everything. Uh, you get a one, he's gonna know just about everything. He's gonna know um, other stuff was dead. You get a two, and he's gonna know somebody on your crew is dead. You're trying to bring him back. You can spend three raises to convince him that there was nothing wrong. Anything more than that, and you can bank for later. Uh, I rolled four, courtesy of Amelia, um, so I'll, I'll spend three, bank one. All right, he goes, 
Ah, yes, of course. Forgive me. You just ask a lot of questions. You must be a very good student of the Fey Arts. Right, and well, you know, the three of us were kind of resurrected ourselves in a way, so, you know. That is some sort true. Of perverse interest Which, in our own condition. By the way, do you have something for, for this? And I wave my hand up. Oh, yeah, mine's gotten substantially worse. Mine's all the way to my shoulder. It has. Actually, um... Can I please see the whole thing, Arthur? Yeah, sure. And he starts undressing his... his... You notice it's grown uh, into your chest. Yeah, it looks nasty, right? My goodness. I have no idea what that is. Anyway. Oh, really? No idea. Not even the, the foggiest. It's not my domain. I deal with the Fae, not whatever this is. Aren't Who you literally this? helping us with necromancy right now? Yes, necromancy is one thing. This looks like... This is literally necromancy. In a certain sense, this is necromancy. What you're saying is that this is, this is necromancy that you, you don't understand. This is a whole different type of, eh, of deal. Eh. I prefer necromancy I have not yet studied. Yeah, well, maybe right. you could get working on that. Yeah. Yeah, while we're gone, that might be your homework assignment, maybe. You do not assign homework to Doradan, the Wizard of the Fae. Well, unless you want your buddy here to uh, fall on the ground dead within uh, a year or so, might be good to look at. Hmm. As long as you stop hitting me with that egregious smirk, young one. Oh, hush, Dwayne, you know you're excited to have homework again. <laughs> it's true. Okay, uh, he says, all right, anything else you need before you head off to hell? Um, Arthur gives him the money that he took from the people that were betting on him and says, uh, please give this to the... Uh, the Corleone Orphanage for me. Yes, of course. I appreciate it. And Arthur just drinks from the cup. Just pieces. Alright, so Arthur blips out. Um, Arthur, you see nothing but darkness. Duridan, uh says, A moment of silence for the death of the noblest man I have ever seen. His dying wishes were to give money to the orphans of this Great city, truly. So, what? 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 No, I'm asking this out of character. Uh, so does Arthur like drop to the ground, or does he just disappear? He just disappears. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> ah, yes. He takes his winter cap off and holds it to his chest. Ah, he will be dearly missed. While he's talking, Q just takes a sip to blip out. Okay. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. In the middle of his speech, like, I'm over this. <laughs> I don't need to hear about Arthur's greatness anymore. <laughs> All right, right, time crunch. All three of you blip out of existence. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say 
that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. <laughs> um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular, like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's it's almost over. Um Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the the theme song as always. Um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um but yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. And wake up on the ground. In a, each of you feel rather cold. The ground is black and dusty. It smells a bit like sulfur. Um, and out of the mostly plains, a couple of short hills, but mostly plains of this land, you can see quite, uh, quite a, a few trees that are growing out of it. They look gray, um, as if the trees are not necessarily alive. Um, and instead of 
bark. It looks like they are just plain wood with all sorts of snaking uh, scribbles going up their sides. Um, runes and such, uh, the likes of which you have never quite seen before. Uh, Arthur wants to check to see if the decay on his arm is still there in this in this plane. The decay on your arm is not there anymore. Hey! Same for all look. of you guys. Oh, I yeah, I Arthur I usually hands. have it wrapped up like as if they were fingerless gloves, but uh, I'd unwrap it and I look at my my real <laughs> hand for for a little bit. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. Hey! All right, we're all matching again. Oh, Q leaves their hand uh, like an arm wrapped up and underneath the glove. Isn't hell great? Um, so here's the thing. Uh, fey magic has... I mean, sorry. This is the fey world, and so Lady Arvel's magic um, and the magic of the sea has no bearing here. Um, Q, you okay. cannot communicate with Lady Arvel. Uh, anything that was specifically affected from the ocean uh, will not work here. Um... Things given to you by buying from a Monte merchant as a gift from the Usurians, etc. That all that stuff should all still work though. Every direction looks pretty much the same. Well, uh, we're here now. Uh, I guess. I didn't really think too far ahead. He <laughs> just uh, starts walking in some direction. Okay. Yes, that's what we do. I, yeah. Follow them. I follow. You follow in the direction through the Fey Hell. You find uh, yourself listening to a few like. As the spirits and souls of dead Fey um, sort of wisp around you, tree to tree. Every time you try and look at them, they disappear entirely. You cannot lay eyes on any of them. But tricksters and jokesters that used to float around the land of the living of Avalon, if they were slain at any point, they came here and are still trying to, you know, do the things they do. You walk for about an hour, and um, everything around you looks about the same as where you left. Uh, well, uh... This place looks all the fucking same. Yeah, I wonder if it's like some weird magic trick we have to figure out. Oh, probably. Um, right, all you, you lot, whispering all around us, gather around, if you could, have some questions for you. Um, some spirits gather around into the trees and such. Um, you can't look directly at them, but you can see that they've uh, massed around you in a circle. Okay, appreciate you being so prompt in your gathering. Um, I'd like to know, is there a is there a specific way that we should go to talk to the upper management of the Fey Plains? We need to we need to speak to the big man himself. So if you could perhaps point us towards wherever uh, we need to go to get out of this hellhole. Take us to your leader. Speak <laughs> with the manager. The uh the Fey spirits uh start jumping around and they start forming a giant uh, hand. It takes a few hundred of them, but they make a giant hand and slowly oh. you can see that it's they're just about like to, Finding Nemo. About to point. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and they make a massive middle finger towards you, uh, Arthur, and then they dissipate again and 
are back surrounding you in the in, in the trees. Alright, fair enough, funny, funny. Yeah, I suppose you're dead. <laughs> you don't do anything, whatever. But seriously, uh, where where can I go to, to find What's his what's his name? What's his name? Out of character. Do we know his name? You all know his name. I don't think anybody uh, does, actually. Um Lady Arbol ex husband. <laughs> Mr. Arbol. <laughs> um, the former, the artist formerly known as Mr. Arbol. Uh, you guys are fae. You like deals, yeah? Like, you want a deal? You hear a bunch of excited whispers. Uh, why don't you name a price? We'll see if we can meet in the middle. We would like one of your souls to stay here yeah. with us. No, we're not doing that. Uh, we don't care that much. But you can I don't really know what you were expecting with that. Um, we will take 20 wealth points. Uh, kidding. Got that, right? We're kidding. We're kidding. Yeah, I assumed money like isn't really worth anything here. And neither is anything else you can offer us but your souls, is the point. Okay, well, what about- What if we promise you more souls later? No, we're not. We're not doing. We're not uh, doing that. Yes, that would count. No, absolutely. Okay, if you could find us more souls. Here's the problem. I'm pretty sure all souls are already indebted to a different higher being, so I don't think we can bargain those away. What are you talking about? There's only one or two other gods that deal with death. Right. Yeah, I, what? I know, and we're already. One of I know it's a high like unlikelihood that we would somehow do this twice, but I've been alive seven thousand years and I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Yeah. So, <laughs> quick question: like, not a lot of stuff happens here, right? Does it look like something happens here? No. Like, so how much is it worth to you to get something like interesting, like to watch or witness, like a like a good like a good thing it'll fill you up with like a lot of gossip and that sort of thing go on we are listening well i'm just saying you know we would like to speak uh with the the leader of this domain um i want are... to fight your boss <laughs> you don't say that you bloody idiot you want to see a fight go down yes. point us in the right direction you want to fight the Lord of Death. I think that's what it's coming to, yeah. If we had money, we'd take bets on whether you'd survive, young one. Yeah, it's like a very popular thing to do when Arthur fights. I'm sure what about the like blood? My favor. blood? Like real, yes. hu- real human, human blood. blood. Yes, this is what we like. All right, I'll take out my one of my knives and cut my hand open <laughs> and just kind of. <laughs> You're like 16, you're doing blood magic in hell. That is dark. I'm okay. not doing blood magic, I'm just giving them- Wow, imagine doing blood magic. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm literally do blood magic. Uh. I'm literally just, I'm literally just getting, I'm not doing anything with it, I'm just getting it for them. You tell um. us where to go and I'll give you some. <laughs> god, like- Maybe yeah. you should have waited to cut yourself to <laughs> agreed to a deal, Sinead. Well, it's fine. I no, want them not. to see what I have to offer. Sinead, I really would have to caution against giving your blood to a fae, uh, as someone who specializes in blood magic. Seems they, a they start decision. Uh, moving towards it. Ah, uh, yes. 
the power we will have over you. Uh, also, wait. make sure to con issue a content warning for this episode. Anyway. <laughs> they... Are you sure? And they... Uh, one of them, you can finally see it head on. It looks kind of like an imp. It's um, just a dead fake. And its tongue starts to move towards uh, uh, a pool of dripping blood. It says yes. Well, I'd like my information first. Before I promise anything. I would not feel okay without giving you the details. Once we drink of your blood, you'll be tied to us forever. Well, I would like you to hold up your end to the bargain. You're the ones in hell, so uh, <laughs> you're the ones who are from here. So I would only feel comfortable doing this transaction if I were to know you could be trusted. Sinead, I feel like this is a terrible decision. You okay, most fine. All you have to do to find the Lord of Death. Circle a tree, any tree, three times over, and then jump into its trunk. We we see trees, right? Yeah, yeah. You can see them. You've been in the forest this whole time. Okay, well, great. Now we have what we want, and uh, that's it. Thank you. And I start wrapping up my hand. <laughs> Shall we move? Let's go. I uh, take no. off. I take off. <laughs> okay. Is sprinting around a tree. <laughs> to, yeah, around to see if you guys can outrun uh, an <laughs> army of dead fae. Everybody uh, smack Q isn't me. the one who broke a deal with the fae. Uh, they're not... I didn't give him any blood. They're not particularly uh, discerning folk, to be honest. Um, I didn't sign any contract. So we're gonna... They're gonna try and make you sign one. <laughs> so uh, they're upset... They were dumb enough to fall for it. Uh, that's, well, they are controlled by me. I'll tell you, contract law was not my strong suit in college. Um, <laughs> everybody smacked me with resolve plus athletics. Um, if anybody has no raises to spend, then, um, the Fae gitches, and your character is dead and in Fae hell. Uh, <laughs> so don't do that. Um, if you get a one... Then um, they mostly gitches, and you have to you take three dramatic wounds, um, and you can spend one you can spend one uh, raise to get rid of each successive one. So should we all give each other a hero point just to help out? <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can. I have three to spend. So <laughs> four. So if you guys get four raises, you go through this unscathed. Anything above that bank for later. Oh, that's good, because I didn't... Is someone giving me three to roll? Yeah, I'll give you three, if you okay. give me three. Well, you can have four if you want four. Well, that no, if, if Rob wants one, we can't do it one-to-one. -one. Rob, do you want... Uh, I got two raises, and I'll just spend my banked one. Yeah. So I'll, well, so... I got no raises before I added some dice here. So, Han, you get four, I get three. Okay. All right, so Arthur, you take one dramatic wound as an imp, like, gets your cap or something, but... That's it. And you blink out of the forest you're in. Um, I will have two raises. Okay. If you spend, oh, wait. No, yeah, I got two. If you spend them both, unless you have like a vial of holy water with you or something, that's two dramatic wounds. 
Is that five? I got five. <laughs> okay, you get a banked raise, and you blink. Sinead run after tricking the, the army of dead tricksters. Sinead runs so quickly around the tree in circles, she blinks out of existence uh. before any can catch her. <laughs> I will say, you're keeping hell at bay, so if you want to spend a religion point, Rob, <laughs> you can get rid of that last dramatic wound. Ah, uh, it's okay. I already, already wrote yes. it down. That's my thing. I do things hastily, and then I <laughs> get myself out of it. Not really caring if everyone else gets themselves <laughs> out of it. Oh, to be a teenager again. It's been this way since day one, when I jumped on that fucking tree trunk. I remember that. It was all downhill from there. Yeah. No, but it's good that you said to give me that because uh, you said that before I announced how many raises I got because I didn't get a single raise the first roll. So. Oh lord, the end of Q. So you got two. Yeah. All right, all three of you blink out um, to the screams of. That's not fair. You can torture me when I'm dead. <laughs> That's awesome. You can hear a point for that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Um, you guys find yourselves shoved uh, into uh, the courtyard of a giant castle with some force behind you. The whole castle looks like it's made of a strong stone, almost entirely gray, with a little bit of iron decorating around it for portcullises and, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> it is deadly quiet. There are no face spirits here, um, but... Uh, past the courtyard, you can see the uh, open doors of the Castle of Death. It's too dark inside for you to be able to see from this distance, although you can see a limited amount of light in there. Uh, a glowy purple kind of thing. Same color as Q's hair. Q's hair is blue. 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 I meant blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walk inside. That was yeah. unceremonious. Okay, so you guys walk into the castle <laughs> of forward. death. Um, and your footsteps echo throughout the halls. The arches look like they could be 500 feet tall. Uh, this castle was built uh, sparing no expense. Um, so much tax dollars coming in from the infinite amount of fey dead. Um, tapestries of fey creatures that were slain are donning the walls. Um, great demons and, and uh, unspeakable horrors and such um, that have their souls and powers and essences have ended up here in the land of the dead as you enter into the castle <clears throat> you can hear someone saying who comes to my chamber I'd like to um, activate my virtue what's your virtue you know when I meet a character oh. for the first time, they treat oh, me as friendly for one scene. Stupid. Ugh. Welcome. I was hoping you'd get here. <laughs> I don't know. What does death say to well, Q? They don't what know do you... me, but like, I, I mean, guess maybe he like, could. Yeah, I don't you know can, You can use it to, our, to our, your advantage. Like, be what is it? What is the specific wording? Like, they're friendly. Yeah, yeah, they treat me as friendly. 
Okay. Well, they might be happy to see us, but yeah. They don't have to know who you are. They're just in a better mood than they were. <laughs> but they might their their motivations might not change. So. And it is it is to Q. So maybe maybe they still hate the rest of them. Who what knows? are you two bitches? What are you doing in my castle? Who the fuck are you? You seem cool though. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Literally. Please. May the beautiful one and their two ugly friends step into my chamber. I, I, I think they're talking to you, Arthur. I think they're talking to you. You should go ahead. That's uh, really not fair, Arthur. You have very good Dilf energy. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this really the time? Is this really the time? Always I just want your confidence time. to be up, you know, if, before if, we go in. We're talking with death. I do appreciate it. If Dilf points were in the rule book, I'd give you one. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm I sorry. That's where you draw the line. We get Giuseppe points. We get religion points. Uh, but true. I can't get a Dilf point. <laughs> I guess I, I can't get a single Dilf point. I have an Enrique point. <laughs> I'm like, giving myself on. a Dilf point. I'm giving myself a Dilf point. <laughs> All right, you get a Dilf every, point. Everyone at home listening, also give yourself a Dilf point because you give yourself it. a Dilf point. You deserve it today. You, you worked hard. A Dilf point. It's Wednesday, like. <laughs> It's hump day. You deserve a dill <laughs> you point. Get a, it's hump day. You deserve a dill point. Brought to you, you by go, Guild Fellows. You're going to work. You know, you got responsibilities. <laughs> you just need to know you what you're doing. You still got another day before Friday. Like, Are, we Are we done? <laughs> this podcast done. has been brought to you by Dill. <laughs> We're in, we Dils. are in hell, guys. We got serious business to take care of. Is the king of death a dill? No, yes, but it's unrelated. Does death like dilfs? Yes. Question all, you all haven't met. That you can ask death. Death is a zaddy. Are we done? Oh, that's where I draw the <laughs> line. <laughs> a uh, a flame shoots over and nearly singes your head for that. <laughs> Sinead would not say that in, in character. That's just me talking. <laughs> Vile. Ugh. Cut that part out. Whoever it was. Whoever it no, is. No, it's gonna be me this week. I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> I'm gonna think this game is you guys against me and not you guys against Regina George. <laughs> it was the antagonist here. Well, I literally just live to antagonize whoever's DMing. I don't know <laughs> why this seems to be news to you. That's why I chose sure. Amelia as a, as a castmate. Uh, I gotta literally I exist to keep men humble like <laughs> I, think, I think my strategy is just to distract you with fictional pretty women so you don't destroy all of my creations when I that's, it's worked that's pretty a good well. one that's it's, a good one honestly your fictional pretty women are the only reason you guys aren't three piles of ashes somewhere in the ocean yeah probably yeah but also if you make your bad guy a woman I might you know don't, you're not, right, you're not right, banging the antagonist. All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I walk almost over. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Enough yeah. Dilf jokes. One too many Dilf jokes. Um, you guys enter into the chamber of death, where you find um, a man who's about, say, he looks twenty-five. Um, he has beautiful, beautiful, long, um, dark hair, bright blue eyes um he's built with the physique of you know whatever the seven sea version of greece is those greek heroes he has a, a square jawline and uh 
wonderful like, that like detectable stubble thing. You know what I mean? Like very handsome. They're kind of like like that I have. You know, it's got like the perfect taper goes into there. the five o'clock shadow. The five o'clock shadow. That's it. I've got two degrees in English. Anyway, um, he bows and says, "Hello. I'm glad you have made it here." How may I be of service? mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.